Hi folks, uh, welcome to Pastcast, your show on all things invest in the US market. My name is Kalu Aja and I'm your host. So great show for you this week, right? We're going to talk about investment styles of Warren Buffett and Elon Musk, two billionaires. How do they invest? We're going to talk about it today. We're also going to talk about Tesla and Target. Then the second half, I'm going to show you guys two crypto coins I like and I want you guys to keep an eye out. So stay till the very end and find out those two coins, right? But let's get right into it. Warren Buffett spent about 4.2 billion to buy about 11% of HP, right? The stock went up 15% once that deal was announced. That's a stamp of approval on HP, right? That Warren Buffett, the sage of Omaha, is buying into HP. So why is Warren buying into HP? What's so special about HP? Well, number one, HP sales are booming. During COVID, we all had to work at home. The kids all had to go to school at home. So we bought lots of personal computers and printers. That's HP, guys. Sales boomed. But what's important is that the earnings of HP, right, the price to earnings of HP is low when compared to its peers in the industry. So HP's PE ratio is less than 10. The industry is about 25%. So 25 points, right? So HP is underpriced when compared to competition. So number one, sales were booming. And number two, it was underpriced. And of course, number three, HP has a history of paying back to stakeholders in terms of share buybacks and dividends. So that was also another big pull. If you combine these three factors of a booming sales, lower price as compared to its competitors and of course its history of buying back shares and giving back to stakeholders that looked like a deal that Warren Buffett would take any day and he did so also a good lesson for us on how to review companies and then to make a bet so that was a good deal to buy a company below market price uh, below what the competition is priced at. That was an investment style of Warren Buffett, the value play guy. Let's compare that to Elon Musk. So Elon Musk is also buying into a company, in this case, Twitter. Uh, he's in Twitter, but what was his style? Was it more of a fundamental analysis of the revenues and earnings? Well, not so much. Well, Elon, should we say, has called himself a passive investor in Twitter. He's more of an activist investor. And there was a tweet exchange that he did have with a fellow in March where the fellow was talking about, hey, why don't you go buy, you know, a social media company, do open source algorithms and do free speech. And we know Elon Musk is a big, big, big proponent of free speech. That was in March, that conversation. Elon Musk basically said, I am giving serious thought to this. And in April, he was in Twitter. So for Elon, it might be a play to say, hey, let me go in there and make, and make free speech a thing in Twitter. Shares of Twitter did go up as well. Don't count Elon Musk out. He's such a good manager, right? That he could go into Twitter and 
that company could just change its mission and earnings, which have been flat, could then start to look very, very good. So Twitter is on the company you should put on your watch list just because Elon is there, because you just never know uh, what's going to happen. So it's right there on my watch list and I have the ticker from Passfolio uh, there on the chat for you to take a peek at, right? Let's also talk about Elon's real day job, Tesla. So Tesla, big number, 310,000 cars delivered, right? Exceptional. Why? Because in Shanghai, that company was shutting down because of COVID. So there's COVID and there has so many hours and days off work, but still we're able to deliver 310,000 vehicles. The number you should take away is this. This 310 is 68% year on year from Q1 of last year, right? So massive, right? 68% jump in deliveries. Tesla has opened up Berlin. It's opened up Austin. Shanghai seems to be doing pretty well. Tesla is building this huge economic moat. That competition is going to find it very, very difficult to break down Tesla. That's why the share price is so high at about a thousand, right? If you look at Tesla, if you were to compete with them in the future, you've got to build an Austin, a Shanghai, and a Berlin as well to just catch up with them before you can overtake them. That's scale, and that's going to be a big, 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 huge barrier uh, to entry for anyone, right? And on the portfolios ticket I have there, I put the five year for Tesla, just so you can see the chart. You can see it all flat, and then suddenly, boom, that suddenly is the market recognizing scale in Tesla. That's, Tesla is building this huge scale, and that in the future, it may take earnings from this traditional car companies, right? So Tesla, a juggernaut, and the price reflects that future expectations in the market. Finally, guys, let's talk about Target. So Barclays is saying that Target is going to be, uh, it's a top pick because demand in Target when they're like buying and selling the store will remain strong even in a weak economy. The key word there is in the weak economy. We all know that there's a consensus out there that either this year or early next year, there'll be a recession or at least an economic downturn. So everyone is looking for where to be to avoid the loss, right? Loss of earnings in that downturn. So it looks like Target might be a good company to be in, right? If we follow uh, what consensus is essentially saying. So Target is gonna be, you know, if you look at Target, right? I compare Target to Walmart. And across the board, Target does do a lot better than Walmart. Look at margins, look at return on equity. It just looks like a better deal for your money just to be in Target, right? So great pick again on the watch list. Again, remember it's all educational, but a great company to take a peek at and just watch it. Seven day, one month, one year, the price action for Target has been positive, even as the S&P has been negative. So great numbers, great foresight in this company. I'm definitely watching it to see where it goes. And perhaps it's going to be a play for me as the economy starts to contract. All right, guys, let's take a break. Talk to our sponsors, Passfolio. And we'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. 
All right, guys, welcome back to PastCast, your show on all things investing in the U.S. markets, right? My name is Kalu Aja, and I'm your host. So this week, I want to talk about two crypto coins that I'm looking at, and I think that their use case, i.e. their white paper utility, is very strong. Let's talk about them. The first guy is going to be Kaiba uh, Networks, KNC. I have the ticker in there from Passfolio. What Kyber really wants to do is that it wants to allow you and I, right, or me and a store to transfer crypto amongst ourselves without using a third-party centralized exchange. So consider what's going to happen. I could send money home to, say, Nigeria without going to an exchange. You could send money to Brazil without going to an exchange. That's going to be huge. It's going to be, that means Bitcoin becomes like, money transfer right if i have a phone you have a phone we could just send it over that network so huge deal if it works out kaiba is up 53 percent already i'm watching this coin because that use case makes sense it can drive adoption and that's what we want to see in a cryptocurrency in a digital currency will it drive adoption does the use case make sense this one makes sense to me so it's on my watch list the other coin I have here is Zcash. Now, Zcash is just like Bitcoin, but the key thing for Zcash is built around privacy. And if you look around the world, everyone likes that word, privacy. Even if you're in Eastern Europe, you like privacy, right? Even if you're all over the world, right? We just want that privacy of our transactions. And that's what Zcash does offer. Again, the use case, driving adaptation, which will then drive the price up. That's the theory at least, right? But if it does work out, it then works out well for us. So Kyber and Zcash, two crypto coins, I'm keeping an eye on because of their use case of safety and of course of transfers without an exchange respectfully. So I like those two. I'm gonna keep an eye out for them. If you want to do that, sure, go for it. But remember guys, everything we're talking about on the show is not an offer to buy or sell. It's all educational discussions. Before you invest, do speak to your advisor. All right, guys, we will stop here. That's our email right there. Write us a letter. Tell us what you see, what you want us to also talk about. We will do that for you. All right, guys, stay safe. Keep your investing simple. That's the way to win, guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye.